first-time podcast recorder, this is freaking dope. So for this episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Instead of choosing a nation and looking at their nation chart and the Pluto returns and oppositions, I'm going to just look at Pluto conjunctions with Saturn and Jupiter this week. There are a few reasons that I want to do something like this. For one, I need to change up the format every once in a while. Uh, I'm a Gemini sun aquarius moon i i need to change things up i can't have the same thing happen all the time (laughs) it's just straight up and another thing is like last year we had i mean obviously we had covid going on but last year was also a very anomalous year in terms of conjunctions we had Jupiter conjunct Saturn, which is not what I'm going to be looking at today, but that only happens every 20 years or so. Then we had a Jupiter conjunct Pluto, which only happens every 12 to 13 years. And then a Saturn conjunct Pluto, and that only happens every 33 years. And all three of them happened last year. And as we know, last year was an incredibly destabilizing time. The world in general had already been experiencing a lot of turmoil and stuff because again these energies just because they're exact in a certain year doesn't mean that you don't feel the effects of that before the event actually happens but what's interesting is that with this case the the con- that the fact that all three were in conjunction in one year is such a rare event i think it only happened the last time it happened was like 700 years ago like all three of them and like i said last week when we're looking at rare astrological events, they become that much more powerful, that much more important because they're rare. So they're just going to have that much oomph behind them. So over the week, I got curious. I wanted to see what was going on with it. How often has something like this happened? Which, you know, <laughs> to reiterate, the, the three conjunction, conjunctions of all three of them, extremely rare. Let's start with Pluto and Jupiter conjunctions. So what's interesting is that there's this association of Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions being significant in terms of the spread of disease. I find that interesting just because in general, like in mundane astrology, Saturn is what will indicate if there's some kind of pandemic going on. But based off a couple articles I found article a friend gave me and by my own research Jupiter Pluto conjunctions very much have like there's this association with disease and pandemics specifically not just diseases but pandemics or the emergence of new diseases so let's start with dates so Jupiter is conjunct to Pluto every 12 to 13 years so in 2020 last year there was a conjunction it was exact twice one of them they were in retrograde and we had covid uh and a very poor response (laughs) 
at least in the United States, to how to handle COVID. To those of you that are outside of the United States, and I know there's like at least five of you, which is really cool. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. It was very poor here. And then 2007, there was another Jupiter and Pluto conjunction. And this one is about avian flu. I remember, so 17, uh, so 2007, I was like 17 years old. And I remember the news cycles really talking about avian flu and being scared about it. And that this was going, this was going to become the next pandemic. And it was coming out of these wet markets in China. <laughs> Looks like they were just like, I was just getting a taste of what was to happen. Avian flu. It was a bird flu, very, very deadly for birds. It didn't really spread into the human population too much, but it did happen a few times. But other than that, it, it, it was just a very dead, there's just a lot of bird deaths. And just because it's not human doesn't mean it doesn't count, right? Or their consciousness or their lives didn't count. So I, I so that, that, so that's interesting. That really works. And we also had the outbreak of Zika. Which, if you guys don't remember, it, or the, that was the first uh, first case ever of Zika recorded. If you guys don't remember it, around 2014 or so, there was that big spread, that big scare of Zika virus coming from South America, mostly Brazil. And that one, it's a pretty mild disease for people normally, but for pregnant women, it, it's very dangerous. Not for the woman herself, but for the child, there's a strong likelihood of developing encephaly, which is um, a lot of brain fluid. So, and, it, and the fact that the conjunction, this Jupiter-Pluto conjunction happened in the sign of Sagittarius, and this, this disease that affects the mental development of children in the womb, there's no obvious correlation that I can make between the signs and that, but I just do find that interesting because... Sagittarius has this very education and knowledge focus to that sign. It's interesting. So yeah, that that's so that's really interesting about the the that 2007 conjunction. So the next time we have the Jupiter Pluto conjunction is in 1994. And this is interesting because this was when uh, so the Hendra virus was isolated for the first time due to an outbreak of neurological and respiratory diseases in humans and in horses in Australia. It's a really rare disease. It didn't make, it didn't become like a pandemic or anything, but it affected about 50 people in that area in 1994. And it's pretty, it's pretty much contained. It's, it's, it's not, it's not a disease that is in danger of becoming a pandemic at any point, but it is interesting that it's this new disease that was seen for the first time and it happened during this conjunction. And this conjunction was in the sign of Scorpio. One degree orb in Scorpio. That year in 1994, we also saw the first outbreak of, of Ebola, which is a hemorrhagic fever uh, in West Africa for the first time since 1979. And this was in Gabon and Cote d'Ivoire, Western Africa, essentially. Right before it turns into like that little mitten, upside down mitten shape. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. That's that's an interesting little correlation to look at. And now we've got like three points and I'm just like, okay, I'm definitely getting more convinced about this association between Jupiter and Pluto and disease outbreaks. So the next one we have is in 1981. 
So this 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 one's interesting because so in 1981 that was the first documented case of uh, someone having being diagnosed with HIV AIDS. It was AIDS at that point. It wasn't just HIV. What's interesting about this is the governmental response to it. This was under Reagan, and the Reagan administration is uh, a right wing organ. Uh, they were white. Uh, they were more on the right side, not right as in correct, but right as in conservative side of the political spectrum, even more so. And they really were because this was major, mostly affecting people in the LGBTQIA community. Though I guess at the time it was more LGBT. The rest of the acronyms didn't really come about until the last 10 years or so, 10-15 years. But during that point, the Reagan administration was really in the, well, they're gay, so this is punishment from God, so who cares? And and so just let the sp disease spread rampantly because they didn't think that it mattered because it was only affecting one population. Considering that that was also the, so you see government, complete lack of government response to a new disease. It, it's just very similar to how the government responded for the COVID outbreak here in the United States. And at that point, there was that Saturn-Jupiter conjunction in 1981 HIV situation, which is similar to what we had last year with the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. So... I find that just, that that's just a little interesting little similarity. That's sad. That's just sad. I don't ever want to see Jupiter Saturn conjunctions again. I will. The next one's in like 20 years. And I, I do wonder too because there's like a at this point there's also the the both. So for the 1981 date we have Jupiter, Mercury and Pluto all conjunct or all, all, all of them are conjunct and they're all square the North Node energy in Cancer. Cancer is kind of like a protective energy and North Node is kind of where ideally we would like the collective to grow towards, essentially. The lack of care from people in authority towards that, I just find that interesting. It's not necessarily like anything specifically to point out, but just, again, astrology is about correlations, not cause and effect. Just look at what happened during this time and look at how the planets correlate to that and that, that's, that's, that's an interesting thing. It's a really interesting way to study history. Okay, so the next Jupiter-Pluto conjunction we see is in 1968 in the sign of Scorpio. It's exact on October 12, 1968, and there was an avian flu pandemic here. So that, I had no idea that the, that the late 60s saw an avian flu. <laughs> Or, or any or like there were any pandemics in general at all but this one had a hundred thousand deaths which is generally is which is higher than which is a higher percentage than their general seasonal flu death and it killed a million people worldwide and I guess this is the it's now just in the population so this is one of the uh, this this specifically is h3n2 version of the avian flu so not h1n1 which everyone was freaking about freaking out about back in the aughts but so this one's h3 and 2 and yeah so it was like a straight up pandemic during this year <laughs> i think that's kind of that's just interesting to, to know okay so the next conjunction that we have is in 1956 
So I found this cool CDC report looking at diseases from 1956. And according to this, and the report was published in 1957. So according to that report, there was unusual, an unusually high number of waterborne diseases compared to the previous year. And there was a higher number of milkborne diseases compared to the other years. There wasn't anything about airborne diseases, unfortunately, but in general, they were making note that 1956 had a higher rate than higher number of diseases than what had been normal for like the previous five years to 1956. So there wasn't any specific, there wasn't specifically any kind of pandemic or anything like that, but their government papers stating that there was a higher than average number of disease or, or of people getting sick from diseases that year. So works for me, <laughs> you know, it, that, that counts. So the next Jupiter-Pluto conjunction happens in 1943. This is one of those dates that I really want to delve into just because that, that's, that's a stupid amount of energy in, <laughs> in Leo. That on, on that day, we have, we have a Sun-Jupiter-Pluto conjunction in Leo. We have the North Node in Leo. We have Mercury in Leo and Chiron is at six degrees or at zero degrees Virgo. So still kind of transitioning from Leo into Virgo. At some point I'm going to look at it, just look at that day and kind of like go through it. But for right now, we're just looking at that Jupiter-Pluto conjunction in Leo. And so in 1943, obviously we were in World War II and it's still in the middle of that. The only thing I really found to look at any disease outbreaks during that year was another government report that was uh, published in on September 11th, 1948. So that's fun. And there was a flu outbreak that did impair U.S. military operations, but I didn't specifically find anything if it was more deadly than anything else or anything like that at that point. But I did want to highlight that this was the year that the Bengal famine really made headlines across the world. So the United Kingdom still had power over India at this point. They didn't get India didn't get independence from England until till the late 50s, I think. I really should have looked that up, but I forgot. Actually, I didn't think to, so. But British policy towards their Indian colony was very poor and very much focused on resource extraction from the Indian subcontinent to enrich the lives of British citizens. A lot of the, the reason that this Bengal famine happened wasn't necessarily to natural causes, though there was a drought, but a lot of it was due to the policies that the British Empire had enacted. And they, through their inaction, I mean, to be fair, they were distracted by World War II, but also to be fair, these policies had been in place since the East India Company made its way to there. Like there have been a few famines. And part of the reason is, is that they didn't care to lower any taxes or anything like that in order to help the population. So the population suffered. Not a lesson there that we could learn from at all. <laughs> no, not at all. How does that correlate to anything in modern American life? So I didn't find, I couldn't find anything specific relating to the deadliness of this flu outbreak that did happen and affect US military operations. 
but the only thing I could find is that there was something there and they made note of it and did as much as they could in order to get soldiers to wash their hands and to just be more sanitary in general as much as you can in a war setting thank goodness a war didn't start last year right like how messed up and i remember like early january of last year we were all talking about 45th starting a war with iran I remember the memes, like you're waking up seeing all of the all of this warmongering gossip and being like, what you trying to anyway. So the next Jupiter Pluto conjunction that we see happens in 1930. Again, there wasn't too much that I could actually find in terms of any new diseases, but apparently this decade, the decade of the 30s, obviously going through the Great Depression. So that's not fun. And then there's malnutrition that comes about from not having enough money to get the food that you need in order to grow and stuff and to just be healthy and maintain your body. So you're going to see an increase in diseases during that time. So it is interesting that that correlates with this conjunction in the 30s, but I don't think it's fair to say that, or maybe it is fair to say, hell, I don't know, because I'm, I'm making the argument that the stars don't predict life. It's just there's a pattern that's happening. So I think it is fair in that context to look at that conjunction and how it affected, how the malnutrition that was very common during this time would have affected diseases and the spread of disease. And there was a lot, including during this, the 1930s, this decade was the height of the polio epidemic. And specifically 1930 saw the development of the iron lung. So that's, that's, that's cool. I don't see any astrological correlations with that exactly, though that Jupiter conjunction there, that, that, that does say something in cancer specifically too, which again has this focus on home and family and Jupiter and cancer, but that conjunction helped a lot with the, the, or you just see the development of the iron lung from there. So that's, that's kind of interesting. But other than that, there's I don't have anything really strong to support this particular date as to showing that there was like a pandemic or some sort of disease that that spread during this conjunction. Second to last, or the second Pluto-Jupiter conjunction of the 20th century was in 1918, and that was the year of the Great World War One flu pandemic. If you haven't heard people talking it comparing COVID to the pandemic of the early 20th century, it th this is what they're talking about. Um, hold on, let me pull up the August 14, 1918 is the date of the exact Jupiter Pluto, the second one of the 20th century. The thing that's interesting about the 1918 flu pandemic, besides it being very deadly, very well known, at least it, it, it's, it's interesting because it really wasn't well known until the last year's whole thing where everyone was just trying to figure out what to do how to, if there are any other points in history where we did, did this, because it's not really comparable to the plague, which some people were trying to make it, but like COVID, while, while deadly, it's still just a 2% death rate versus the bubonic plague had like 60% death rate, or the, the pandemics that affected the indigenous people in the Americas, you're looking at 90% death rate. So, um, 
So it's it's not fair to compare those two. But the 1918 pandemic, that did have a similar death rate. I'm not sure if it was exactly 2%. I couldn't find like exact percentage numbers or anything. But the thing that's interesting that's similar about the two is that it really affects people 20 to 40, which flus generally don't. So I'm just going to read from this quick little paragraph that I found. Not really good. This is about the 1918 flu pandemic. Mortality was high in people younger than 5 years old, 20 to 40, and 65 and older. The high mortality in healthy people, including those 20 to 40 age year group, was a unique feature in this pandemic, just like it's been in this last COVID pandemic. No vaccine to protect against influenza infection and no antibiotics to treat secondary bacterial infections that can be associated with influenza infections. Control efforts worldwide were limited to non-pharmaceutical interventions such as isolation, quarantine, good personal hygiene, use of disinfectants, and limitations of public gatherings, which were applied unevenly. So, you know, pretty damn similar to what was going on with the COVID pandemic. So, it, it, this, this one definitely immediately supports the correlation with pandemics and disease and Pluto-Jupiter conjunctions, so I like it. And then the first Pluto-Jupiter conjunction of the 20th century happened in 1906. Specifically, when it was exact, it was on June 24th, 1906. That's another date that I need to look at because that's a lot of energy on just one chunk of quantity. I have like a little list of dates that I want to look into more deeply in the future just so I could see to really understand the events leading up to that date, especially because I'd want be wanting to look at different countries. This is another one of those days. But in particular, so during this year, for this Pluto-Jupiter conjunction, you're looking at one of the deadliest outbreaks of typhoid fever in the United States, specifically in New York. And it's this, this is the time that we get the term typhoid Mary, for example. This is when she was around, when she unknowingly just spread disease to everyone she came in contact with. There's a pretty freaking solid case to be made for this Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions and seeing the spread of disease or the spread of pandemics. So I found that kind of interesting. I was like kind of not shocked, just surprised, just and very interested, very engaged. So those are all the Pluto-Jupiter conjunctions. Very interesting. Definitely a time to kind of like, to, just to be more aware of the spread of diseases whenever you see Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions. The next one won't be for like 10 years, 10, 11 years from now, but at that point I would expect something to pop up. So, and the last thing I really want to look at for tonight is Saturn-Pluto conjunctions, which when I was looking at seemed to, it really seems to revolve around political and financial upheaval. Which I, I do, I have been seeing a very strong correlation with Saturn telling us stuff about trade and capital, which isn't strictly something that I've been seeing in astrological books about mundane astrology, but through the, my study of all of these nations and looking at all these planets, there's a very strong financial aspect to Saturn. Which is interesting because usually you associate Jupiter with something like that. 
But I think the association with Jupiter and finance really comes from the fact that we want our finances to expand. So I think it comes from wishful thinking. So this is so though these only happen every 33 years or so. And I find it interesting that it's 33 years, considering that in, in astrology and in hearsay, what 33 is like the Jesus year, or whatever, because Jesus supposedly was 33 years old when he died on the cross. With, astrolo with astrologers, they say that 33 is a really important year because it's basically th around three years after your Saturn return gets completed. And that's the time when you're able to solidify your patterns into something longer lasting and that will stay in place throughout the rest of your 30s. And 33 is when that really gets solidified energetically. But let's see, in 1982, there was a Pluto-Saturn conjunction. And during that time, there was a economic depression. Like when Reagan came into office, it was during a depression type situation, recession, because economists don't like to throw around depressions willy nilly. So it was a recession, but it was, it was a pretty, pretty big one. It was part of the reason why Jimmy Carter lost a second election was because a recession happened during his reign. And so that looked bad for him. So he didn't get reelected. <sighs> Jimmy Carter was actually legitimately a good guy. Um, anyway, so this conjunction was big. It's interesting because during that time, tensions with Russia were increasing, but Russian political stability was decreasing during that time. Actually, I guess that does make sense. We're feeling like we're even even better positioned, so we're going to be even more rah-rah about our side winning versus in the other side's losing and going back and receding. So I guess that makes sense, but yeah. So you have the Cold War kind of ramping up, and then you also see the beginning of the AIDS epidemic. It, the first diagnosis of AIDS was in 1981, but 1982 is where you really see it, and that's when you're seeing all of this policy come out about it's a, it's a gay problem, so we don't care. The next Pluto-Saturn conjunction is in 1947, so this is after World War II. But what's interesting here is that at this point, you really see the separation of communism and like the world after World War II is completely like really transformed. Like you're seeing the Cold War East and West, you're seeing the annexation of Palestine and the formation of Israel and then breaking up India and Pakistan and then the mass migration of people due to that split. And so it's it, that's really interesting. The Saturn-Pluto conjunction is really interesting in terms of just how it completely changed. It aftermath of World War II and it completely changed the geography or, or like the, the imagined borders of the world. And then the first Pluto conjunction of the 20th, the 20th century was in 1914. And that's when World War I started. That was June 8th of that year was the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. So 1914, 1947, 1982 are the Saturn-Pluto conjunctions of the 20th century, and you see a lot of effects in terms of financial markets, which is what I'm really leaning towards Saturn being more of an indicator of, and just national borders, which fits with that transformational aspect that Pluto has.
so yeah that's all i got for right now that that's that's all i really wanted to look at for today was pluto jupiter conjunction and saturn pluto conjunction thanks so much for deciding to take this journey with me it was a lot of fun it's always a lot of fun to study history and to see these different patterns play out and how well the fit as well like that there's there are arguments to be made against that you're just finding evidence to fit the stuff which is whatever it I, i'm not too upset of it because what do i keep on saying is that astrology is really about the patterns the study of patterns that we notice in the world and we use the stars to keep track of them it's just interesting how well they do fit <laughs> so i like that but if you want to get in touch with me at all hit me up on twitter um the handle is Pluto, mundane pluto and I'm also on Instagram as witchy underscore woven. And then I live stream these podcast recordings and do a little astrological forecasting on twitch.tv slash astroseeker. But yeah, thanks again. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.